Hello, everybody. Brian here from quantlabs.net. Going to go through a series of articles about crypto, namely Bitcoin. And uh, this might be a long uh, podcast, but um, right now, as I said, April 18th, 1130 Eastern Standard Time. So here's the articles I'm going to go through. These are the headlines. Are you missing out? Six highlights from CoinGecko's Q1 crypto report. Another headline, the Central African Republic drops Bitcoin as legal tender. Uh, third article, Intel will stop report manufacturing chips for Bitcoin miners. So already you can see there's an anti-crypto story here. Or uh, U.S. authorities coordinating to suppress price of Bitcoin before hyperinflation takes off. That's from a macro investor. Uh, Britain could have a crypto regulatory framework soon. Uh, another article here from Bitcoin store value narrative is real, but not a price mover. Okay. So it's getting a little more positive. And more importantly, last article we'll go through is all coins take backseat as institutional investors give full attention to Bitcoin. Okay, so let's go into our first article here. This is from newsbtc.com. Are you missing out? Six highlights from CoinGecko's Q1 report. So just so you know, CoinGecko is independently owned competitor like CoinMarketCap. I trust them more than I do CoinMarketCap. Just do the fact that uh, CoinMarketCap is owned by Binance. And there's, no, of course, no bias there whatsoever. Um, so it has been an exciting time for crypto market as it started strong with a 48.9% gain in the overall market cap. Wow. That's a lot. Uh, there's this new coin gecko report, total capitalization of market, uh, crypto increased from 800 billion to 1.2 trillion in just three months. So that, that, like, we're talking 50% growth in market cap. Incredible uh, recovery from the 2022 turbulence. Along with uh, growth in market cap, CoinGecko report also highlights the increase in average daily trading volume, which rose by 30% quarter over quarter. That's big. Report notes that trading volume peaked in early March, co coinciding with a banking crisis that saw several bank collapses due to insolvency. Now, we've talked about that before, and that's right now most likely that's driving this recovery um, as well. Bitcoin, largest uh, crypto by market cap, has outperformed traditional assets like gold and S&P with a gain of over 70%. Wow. Since uh, 2023 uh, Q1. Report attributes the success to several factors, including acceptance of Bitcoin at legitimate investment asset and its growing adoption by uh, institution and retail investors. Um, in terms of purchasing, that's all due to thanks to uh, the Bitcoin Lightning Network. Uh, I'll be uh, taking a look at that with a new project I've discovered last week. I'll probably most likely put a video on that. So do check out my YouTube channel at uh, Quant Labs uh, for that. Probably the next few days. Another report highlight of the resurgence of NFTs, which saw a significant increase in trading volume during Q1 23. NFTs are unique assets, blah, 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 blah. Reports suggest that resurgence is NFT trading volume 
results from increased interest and adoption of decentralized dApps uh, or applications, sorry, and gaming. Okay, so I have said that dApps are big. I have a video on what um, they look like if you're curious from Coinbase on my YouTube channel. So you can go there. Gaming's big because all the kids and the man boobs, I guess you could call them, that uh, pay, play video games till their 50s in mommy's basement. Uh, CoinGecko Report also notes the popular, uh, growing popular decentral finance, DeFi. I think that'll get re uh, regulated to death. Protocols which have seen a surge in adoption and usage in 2023, fueled by liquid staking, uh, led to a rise of 65% in the DeFi market. So remember, this is the key. For you in the U.S., yes, guess what? There are other countries outside of the U.S. There's what they call rest of the world, meaning this is where the volume's coming from, not the communist of America that it's becoming with this crypto regulation. Um, so do remember that, folks, if you're in the U.S. First quarter of 2023 has seen a surge in crypto spot trading volume, 18% uh, compared to previous quarter. According to CoinGecko, the total spot trading volume reached $2.8 trillion. That's big. Significant increase from pro, uh, previous quarter volume. Uh, report states that decentral exchanges outpace central exchanges in growth. With DX, uh, DEX experiencing a larger increase in trading volume than their centralized counterparts. Uh, take a look at the market cap. Trading volume of, Uni of Uniswap, which is the largest decentral exchange out there, uh, versus Coinbase. I do believe I read not long ago that Uni Uni uh, Uniswap is now bigger than Coinbase. That's big. This trend indicates a growing popularity of all DeFi protocols, which offer uses a more decentral and transparent alternative to traditional financial services. Uh, despite increase in trading volume, the report notes that monthly trading volume has yet to reach the heights of the first half of 2022. Now remember, the peak was prior to that, um, well, actually, December, November, December, January of 2022, I believe. And, um, you know, that was when it was coming into decline, right? Where the average monthly trading volume exceeded $1 trillion. However, the report suggests it is likely due to the market correction and turbulence that occurred in the later half of 2022. Exactly what I just said. First quarter of 2023 has been a has seen a shakeup in stablecoin market. Uh, as the top 15 stablecoins shed 6.2 million in market cap. Uh, stablecoins such as USDC and BUSD experienced the largest decline in market cap, while Tether gained dominance. Now, dominance 20%. Remember, Tether is to be questioned and not to be trusted. I mean, that's why I'm on tracking and only trade in uh, U.S. dollar. Just that's what I'm doing. Overall, CoinGecko Q1 uh, industry report paints a positive picture of the crypto market and strong market cap and trading volume gain. As the industry continues to grow and evolve, it will be interesting to see how these trends uh, develop and new opportunities and challenges arise. Okay, so now we're going to go into the negative here. Now, this is on Reddit. 
found over at Bitcoin subreddit. Uh, headline is Central African Republic drops Bitcoin as legal tender. Uh, the CEAR introduced Bitcoin as legal tender. That was in 2022. Uh, and positioned as the bravest and most visionary country in the world. One year later, the country has reversed its decision and passed a new law restricting use of cryptocurrencies once again. Today is one of the poorest countries start struggling with numerous challenges such as political instability, crumbling infrastructure, and food shortage. Sounds like Canada. Nevertheless, last year the country decided to introduce Bitcoin as legal tender following El Salvador as the second nation to take this bold step. However, the move generated little interest as most business owners prefer to focus on improving infrastructure and security. Um, I can move on, go on more about it. But uh, uh, the CAR's reverses decision repealed the original law. Instead, a new law has been enacted designating Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies as reference values that citizens can voluntarily use or accept as payment. Um, failure of the Bitcoin project in the Sierra can be attributed primarily to the country's economic situation and lack of development. That was one of the big benefits for El Salvador. From the outset of the Bitcoin introduction, there were strong doubts about the project's success, as only about 10% of the pop had access to the internet. Following the promised economic benefits never materialized and planned projects like building a Bitcoin city or launching their own crypto stall. When I first heard this, I thought this was due to, well, the IMF is telling you you can't do crypto unless you want our bailout. That's what I was thinking. Oh, here we go. First comment. IMF seems to be pressuring companies to restrict Bitcoin in order to be eligible for loans. That's what I thought. How else could these vampires keep the population of emerging markets under their thumb? Um... So one person responds saying making it legal tender makes means you have to accept it. No, man. No, man. It's like saying if uh, Visa is legal tender that every merchant's got to accept it. No, it's choice. Some of these people are like, um, well, this is, this is a more intelligent response. Uh, governments don't like currency competition, especially when their currency is going to get going to go to bleep. The more people opting out means less people are bearing the brunt of terrible inflation, making the inflation even worse for those who have yet opt out. Bravo. Smart. Yes. Somebody actually agreed with them. Um, oh, here's something. The French colonoscopies couldn't let it ride. Okay. Anyways. Um, all right. So moving on to the next article. So, again, another story here. Technology, Intel stopped manufacturing chips for Bitcoin miners. <laughs> uh, this is on Cointelegraph.com. Semiconductor chip manufacturer will reportedly stop taking orders for the block scale 1000 series ASICs by October 20th. Um, <laughs> this is again uh, regulators for sure putting pressure on them or, or somebody in the stock market world say, oh, this is bad. Intel's bad because of it. 
Uh, Intel has reported announced plans to dis- discontinue its line of block scale Bitcoin mining chips as part of its efforts to cut costs. Okay, let's be fair here. April 18th, Reuters report the semiconductor manufacturing company will stop taking orders for the for that chip and end shipping roughly in 2024. Uh, reportedly said the move was aimed at a strategy of prioritizing manufacturing certain chips to outside customers, cutting overall expenses. They launched these uh, mining chips in April last year, saying that the ASIC hardware would have a hash rate of up to 580 gigahash per second with each chip capable of being combined and merged into a single mining unit. Mining firms Argo, Block, Hive, Blockchain, and Grid were among the first to integrate the technology into their operations. If you're part of my uh, webinar on TradingView, you'll know that I did mention that there can be most likely a cabal of mining companies controlling the price of Bitcoin. That's what I said. Uh, Intel CEO took a 25% pay cut with the company projecting annual cost reductions of up to $10 billion to cost-cutting initiatives and efficiency gains by 2026. Intel set a plan to continue monitoring market opportunities in the crypto space after discontinuing the mining chips. So if you get orders from these large mining firms that I mentioned, why would you uh, cut back on the production? This is one thing that Intel needs to do and has to do is to find niche markets that other major, namely Asian or NVIDIA operators are not competing on. I'm not sure. I'm, I don't know the crypto space, especially in mining, but I imagine that's a, that's a niche that they can move into. All right, more 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 bad news now this is on a questionable website but i'll put it out there just so you know bitcoinrealm.org uh headline u.s authorities coordinating to suppress price of bitcoin before hyperinflation takes off macro investor luke uh groman all right so this guy says u.s authorities are likely attempting to control the price of bitcoin ahead of the possibility of hyperinflation. With an interview uh, with Peter McCormick of What Bitcoin Did podcast, the founder of investment research firm Forest for the Trees says the U.S. authorities don't want assets like Bitcoin or gold to go up as it could hurt confidence in their economic policies. Do you really trust U.S. regulators? I don't. I don't trust really Western regulators and I don't trust Western politicians that i'll tell you and that doesn't matter what side of the uh political right lefty right or whatever i don't trust any of them let's just put that one so he's quoting uh u.s authorities don't want things going up to that make them look bad if the stock market goes up a ton there's not going to be any americans going you guys are terrible and that's probably true and that's why i'm saying that the U.S. stock markets won't be touched by these regulators. Um, the stock market up 100% a year for three years. People will love that. They won't ask a lot of questions. If Bitcoin goes up 500% a year for three years or if gold goes up 200% for three years, there starts to be more questions. Uh, ahead of a possible rise in inflation, 
Grumman says the U.S. may be attempting to curtail the use of crypto in a coordinated attack on digital currencies that many refer to as Checkpoint 2. I think I refer to that in past podcasts. Or a series of unreasonably regulatory enforcement actions on the space. I'm telling you, man, when I was reading all these negative things, like these these things that the SEC is regulating, it's horrible. Uh, even the CEO of Coinbase said they're going to move out of the U.S. And I think, yeah, that that's very possible. Um, there are more crypto-friendly countries that are actually lining up for it. They need to inflate away, and by delaying the inflating away as much as possible they have, they're increasing the odds they need to do really compressed period of inflation. And that's how you get rid of the debt. And then I uh, look at Operation Choke Point 2. Gosh, it sure likes they're trying to chain the theater doors before they light the joint on fire. That's true. They're starting to see the inevitability of where policy is going to have to go, where it is a compressed period of high rates of inflation. That I don't know if that's 100% or if that's 20 For me, 100 a year is still a tail risk, but that tail has gotten meaningful, meaningful, meaningfully fatter over the last two years, meaning that that is on fringe from a statistical standpoint, that is becoming more reality. For me, checkpoint two within this starts to look like a capital control of an asset class that certain elements of the government would not want to go up as a result of what they're doing or what they're going to do. So that's true, too, because when you look at the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, uh, they bailed everybody out, including, as I said, Chinese firms. the question then becomes, well, if that same bank was a Midwest farmer's bank, would they rescue those farmers? Most likely not. So when you when you understand that, that is uh, a privileged state control rescue of a bank for all their Silicon Valley buddies and the venture capital firms as well. All right, so let's go on to the next article. Okay, the big, the big scary one. Uh, on crypto regulatory framework soon, again, from BitcoinRealm.org. Now, remember, I've done a full-on podcast on what was being revealed in the early stages of this framework that came out a few, I think a few months ago. So apparently by June, they should have something together. And um, yeah, they have a dedicated team on this now, 30 people on this new CBDC. And I wouldn't be surprised that Britain will lead the way on these regulations as more countries will refer to it. Um, Let's go through it. Recent reports report uh, indicate that Britain is already planning to introduce laws targeting the regulation of the crypto industry in the next 12 months. Uh, British government plans to introduce some laws targeting the regulation of the crypto industry in the next 12 months uh, based on Andrew Griffith, the economic secretary to the UK Treasury. Based on what Griffith said, the plans to regulate crypto began in February when the UK government created direction for the regulations. That's what I was talking about. Since then, consultations have been going on. Uh, these consultations will end up on April 30th, which uh, the formulation and enforcement of the legal framework around crypto could come into effect within one year. 
Uh, crypto companies in the UK have called for more regulatory clarity. Some countries have implemented some friendly policies to guide crypto. Others, like the U.S., have tough measures. Okay, so right there, U.S. is tougher, not which means it's tougher, it's not freer. And the innovation is lost and is going overseas to somewhere else. UK intends to combine some existing regulations while adding more modern ones. Fair enough, but still not good enough. Example mentioned by Griffith is the Financial Service and Market Bill, which is still in the Parliament. Based on Griffith, some of the Financial Service and Market Bill rules will affect crypto and stablecoin. Uh, they met, Coinbase met with this guy. Recent reports came only a few days after Coinbase released a blog calling the UK a Web3 innovation hub. Interesting if that's where it goes. Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong recently had a free, fruitful meeting with Griffin. Okay, so maybe that's what uh, Coinbase is going to do. Their recent praises of the UK as a crypto hub comes as the US SEC pursues crypto companies with lawsuits. Latest to fall into SEC's hands is the Bittrex exchange, which is accused of, uh, accused of violating investor protection laws. When talking about the UK, the Coinbase CEO noted that he hopes banks will be more welcoming of crypto. Um, for sure it will, but uh, I'm just kind of surprised that uh, the CEO is doing that. Okay, another article uh, as it improves this, this podcast view. This one's quite longer. Let me see how long the next one is. Again, Bitcoin Realm. Uh, .org headline, all coins take a backseat as institutional investors give full attention to Bitcoin. Digital asset manager coin shares say institutional crypto investment products enjoyed their fourth consecutive week of inflow last week. As I've told you, if you're going to trade crypto, you need to trade the real thing. Okay, we got solutions for that. Um, we're making money with it when we want, how we want. And it's very simple. Um, so. My email, well, just, just go over to quantlabs.net slash banking. Get all the videos you want off that, and you'll opt into my newsletter, and you'll be able to get my contact about this. Um, anyways, latest digital asset fund flow weekly report. Uh, find that institutional crypto investment products saw inflow of $114 million, continued sign of bullishness from institutional investors. I also read a few days ago that the um, London Stock Exchange or London Futures Market, they'll now start accepting, I think, Bitcoin and Ethereum as well. So look out for that. Digital asset investment products saw inflow totaling $114 million, which is seeing continued improving sentiment for the asset class. This four-week run of inflow now run $345 million, fully correcting the prior six-week run of outflow that totaled $408 million. CoinShare also note that the improvised, improved investor sentiment comes at a time of low BTC uh, market volume. The King Crypto has been almost the entire focus of investors, according to CoinShare. That's true, but as I said, in one of my past whatever, I think it was a webinar, uh, Ethereum is the one that's right now outperforming Bitcoin. Bitcoin has been almost the sole focus of, for investors with inflow of 10, 104 million last week, bringing a total to 310. We believe there's a flight to safety by investors fearful of the ongoing 
traditional finance challenges. We know about that in the U.S. Opinion remains divided, though, with short Bitcoin uh, seeing inflows totaling 14 million. Uh, Ethereum successful Chappella upgrade, the leading smart contract platform, only took 0.3% in inflows. All altcoin uh, took a backseat to BTC with Solana, product suffering outflow of 2 million. Cardano and XRP products took 100,000 apiece, while uh, uh, a Litecoin product raked in 200,000. So that's pretty typical of institutional. Um, but as I said, for performance, I'm getting, I'm seeing more performance lately with Ethereum, but that could change in the last number of hours. So, but uh, up until probably yesterday. Okay, so this is a long article. I'm not sure if I'm going to read this whole thing. Again, Coindesk.com, Bitcoin store value narrative is real, but not a price mover. Uh, Long-term narrative matter, according to Noel Atchison, but don't set the price. That is set by a short-term sentiment, which is both contagious and fickle. Markets are noisy, chaotic things that we humans instinctively are trending up. Okay, this guy is a former head of research at Coindesk and Genesis Trading. This article is an excerpt from her crypto is macro now newsletter, which focuses on the overlap between shifting crypto and macro landscape. These are, are her opinions and only her opinions. Okay, I'm not sure if I want to go through this. Um, just looking for any highlights. Trader led expectation of growing interest in the store of value. There will probably be behind more of the recent move than actual interest. Long-term holders, I, I kind of question this, short-term trader, blah, blah, blah. It has some stuff to it, but I, I don't know if you could sit there and tell me that Bitcoin's a store of value right now. It's way too volatile, okay? Uh, I would not recommend that. I would do, uh, if you're interested, do spot trading um, and build out your bot. Said we got the solution. You activate when you want, when you don't want. That's it. And we're trading all of these coins that were mentioned, all the altcoins as well, when the conditions are right. So again, I'm, I'm going to end it there. If you want to know more, come to my email newsletter, quantlabs.net slash banking. There you'll learn how to protect your wealth through crypto. Um, and you'll get access to a pile of other videos you never thought possible, all for the whopping high price of $0, as in free. Again, that's quantlabs.net slash banking. Get over there. We shall talk to you later. Thanks for listening and have yourselves a good day. Over and out.